0: Hello, 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 fellow Supermoms, Nadine here, and uh, welcome to another episode of the Special Meet Supermom podcast. This episode is about Halloween, because, you know, as much as I love Halloween, uh, if you have a kid that is quite anxious or easily overwhelmed, uh, like my uh, sensitive wonder boy was when he was a kid, Halloween can be quite a challenge. So this episode is packed with all kinds of tips to make it enjoyable for you and your kids. Because can you imagine, you know, it's dark. There are monsters everywhere, literally. And even people you trust suddenly turn out to be monsters. And you're supposed to enjoy this. How? You know, uh, when it seems like one big overwhelming experience. And whether your kid just just hates the dark or is just easily uh, overwhelmed with impressions, you can make it bearable. Heck, you know, maybe even fun uh, with the following tips. Like I said, Halloween, you know, is huge and I love Halloween. Normally, we have a big uh, themed Halloween party each year. Okay, not the last two years, but (laughs) not this year. But normally, we have a big Halloween party every year, and I love to decorate. And I think, well, I try to to hold myself before (laughs) the 1st of October, but oh, I love decorating for Halloween. Not a a really creepy, scary Halloween. I just love the pumpkins and uh, jack-o'-lanterns and Things like that. You know, most people love it. But that doesn't mean your kid has to. Uh, you know, you don't have to try to force it onto them. To be honest, uh, like I said, I love Halloween. Still not make it really creepy because <laughs> after reading and seeing uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen King's It, <laughs> and I'm still afraid of clowns. Uh, remember Chucky, Child's play. I seriously, seriously don't like dolls. I can't even handle the American dolls of my daughter in my room. Uh don't even get me started on birds after watching that movie. You know, so I get it that you can be really scared and that it can make quite a serious impression. So you have to let your kids uh you know express themselves and tell them that they don't like something, and you don't have to force it onto them. And that's just just the decoration part. But if you have a kid that is easily overwhelmed and can't handle big parties normally, Halloween doesn't make it any better. You know, now throw in some monsters and some darkness and <laughs> yay. Uh, that, we had the same situation with Wonder Boy, even as a teenager. And Wonder Boy, like his mom, loved Halloween. And I remember even when he was, I think, the age of... Thirteen or fourteen, and we had a big themed Halloween party. I made uh, Jedi cloaks for everybody. Freaking awesome! I have to tell you that. Uh, and I was Darth Mael, and he, he he loved it. He was so thrilled that we had this awesome Star Wars kind of team party. Yet he got a meltdown. Uh, And not, you know, screaming and and shouting, but in tears, not able to express himself. Why? Because it was just too much. You know, all the tension building up and finally the moment was there. And most of the time, he has a time that he just wants to retreat in, in himself because it's too much to handle and he just needs to calm down, needs a big, firm hug and, you know, just needs to be left alone for a minute. so how to prevent halloween from becoming a nightmare you know if your kid is so easily overwhelmed or so scared of the dark and how can you make it into a bearable and and fun event first tip especially if you have a little brainiac explain the heck out of it you know if you have a super anxious kid and scared of the dark even scared for the monsters under his bed how do you explain, you know, stranger danger, and then you say, oh, no, you can take candy from a total stranger that is dressed up like a scary thingy. That doesn't make sense for most autistic kids. It's like, you told me I should never go with strangers. You, should, you told me I should never go to a stranger's house, and now it's OK. Uh, the first tactic, like I said, is trying to explain a tradition, line, try to explain where Halloween comes from. Uh, of course, you have to alter this to the age, but you know if you can turn the unexplainable into clear facts. Why there? Why are there jack-o'-lanterns? Why do people dress up like ghosts? Uh, when suddenly came became uh, where the witches in the the Halloween thing? You know. It can help normalize stuff. If you explain that Halloween comes from a long combined tradition, from you know, overseas Christian and Celtic traditions and mixed with traditions of Native Americans. And that's how really Halloween started. You know, it can really help uh, your kid to, to grasp why at least things started like they started, why things are the way they are nowadays. Uh, for some kids it really can help take the angle out. And while I'm on the subject of explaining, explaining also comes in place uh, when it comes to your family and friends. And I mean then in explaining and setting boundaries for family and friends. Explaining what the situation is with your kid and how they can help, you know. Because you know, if your kid is scared out, out of its mind, uh, can't handle big parties something that is not going to help is a funny grandpa or funny uncle that's going to scare the fun in your kids seriously scare the fun into the sentence itself is not logical so make it really clear to that funny uncle or your funny uh uh, father-in-law that that's not acceptable and if your kid already has a big problem with, with with big parties You know, if you don't want to go, don't go. Or say that you say, well, we will come, but for only like half an hour or an hour. And no, it doesn't mean if you show up to the party, because that's already a huge thing for your kids, probably. And because your kid is stressed, you're probably stressed as well. And then suddenly it's the comment of, oh, your kid can go to the kiddies' room and just leave him there. If he doesn't want to or she doesn't want to and you don't feel comfortable as well because you know it will trigger something say no no I'm sorry this is already a huge step and he's just staying with me because we feel both feel way better when we do that and then you know leave after an hour so politely refuse if you really don't want to and you know it's going to be drama For who are you going to the party? Your kid is not going to enjoy it. It's not going to be fun for you. So why sometimes even bother? You can say that maybe, you know, yes, you should train your kids. But if your kid is genuinely, genuinely afraid and parties are already a drama without kids running around and, and ornaments screaming at you or, you know, when you knock on the door, big lights are coming on. Why would you put your kid in a situation like that? And if you can't handle the lights, I'm just coming up with this one. Put sunglasses on because it kind of blocks uh, the glittering and the, 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 all the colors, all the lights switching on and off. So explain, you know, explain the tradition, but also explain to your family and friends what will make it a joyful experience for your kids. Number two, your house is your sanctuary. Can't emphasize this enough. If there's one place your kid should feel safe, it's his home, your home, you know? So if you're really into decorating your place, but your kid is scared all the time, tone it down, you know? Involve your kids in decorating. You know, what do they like? How would they love to see the house being decorated? Create a plan with them and then, you know, put it into practice, put it into action, go shopping for decorations together, make you know, craft some decorations yourself with your kids. Because if they're involved and they are actually took part in the process of your house, slowly becoming a little bit more enchanted and a little bit more maybe spooky, It will help them because they're like, oh, I put on those lights. Oh, I help mommy with this. Uh, It normalizes it for them. And also, you know, if you perhaps have a neighbor that normally goes out of his way with, you know, matching lights and scary music, explain to your neighbor that your kid really has a hard time. So if they perhaps can, you know, tone it a little bit down with the music or, you know, limit the hours where they go all out with all the the lightning and everything. You know, if you have a good neighbor, they probably probably wouldn't mind, you know, adjusting a little bit. You know, of course, it doesn't mean that you don't have to decorate or uh, you know, don't have to do anything. But tone it down and maybe, you know, just use one of those small sparkly lights you have. Those tiny little lights that you can hang everywhere and they most of the time run on batteries or you know your christmas lights uh, because those sparkly little yellow warm colored lights you know it's still decoration but it makes it a little bit more magical but in a nice way so I'm still decorating but it looks just more nice and and, and warm and friendly uh, without the scary, booby, spooky stuff. When we while we're on the subject uh, of your house, have a sensory-friendly room. So you know, if you're going to throw a party anyway, uh, or maybe you know, not throwing a party, but you're going to decorate, uh, have one room that is sensory-friendly. Uh, like I said in the, in the beginning, uh, Wonder Boy. Uh, Every year had a meltdown during our, Christmas, uh, during our Halloween pa- parties. While he loved Halloween, still loves Halloween, he loved the parties, he loved inviting his friends, he had big plans, decorated together, worked on the plans, and, and, and everything. Yet, every time, because the anticipation was building up and building up, and finally the moment was there. He always had a, bit, uh, a meltdown, uh, which resulted in him retreating and and, and being visibly upset, crying, needing a hug. Uh, What made it stop? We had one room in the house. Most of the time it would be our uh, bedroom where people were not allowed, just him. There were no decorations, soft lights, uh, and he could retreat whenever he needed to just down for a moment, recharge himself, and afterwards go back out. And I also, you know, told uh, smaller uh, cousins, no, they were not allowed in either. Even when, you know, my family was like, "Ah, they want to relax as well. Yeah, that's totally fine. Not in a sensory friendly room because, you know, Wonderboy needed to be by himself. So that was a big game changer for us. A third tip. There was a great lesson in one of the Harry Potter movies where they had this class and there was this ghost coming out of a closet. And it would turn into the thing the person who was standing in front of the closet was afraid of most. So for Ron, I remember it was a gigantic spider. I'm way more afraid of little spiders <laughs> because you don't see where they go. Uh, and for uh, Neville Longbottoms, it was actually one of the teachers because he found him scary. What does it teach your kid? It shows that, you no, know, everybody is afraid. Everybody is afraid. But everybody's afraid often for something different. But it also tells, that movie also shows that humor can actually help you deal with something you're afraid of. Because uh, Ron imagined uh, that the gigantic spider had, I believe, rollerblades on. And the teacher, Neville, was really afraid of. Uh, he imagined he had a funny hat on and slowly turned into uh an old lady, something like that. Do the same with the skeletons in the front yard of your neighbor, of the scary, you know, decorations that you see in the Walmart. You know, give the skeleton skeleton's name. Talk about you. You know, what kind of hobbies would they have? What kind of hobby do you have as a skeleton? Or if you see ghosts hanging from the tree, you know that must be really hard on your shoulders, you know, kind of joke about it. That way you normalize it, uh, like explaining where it comes from, you know. And if you have a really brainy kid, you can talk about, well, all that plastic, you know, how is it actually made? How do they actually make a skeleton like that? Uh, Where does plastic come from? You can turn it into a whole lesson about, (laughs) you know, how, how you make things. And this might be hard if you really enjoy it as a parent yourself. Your kid doesn't have to go trick or treating. You know, that's totally fine. We often want our kids to experience, you know, what we experienced, to enjoy what we enjoyed. But that's simply not always possible because your kid is not you. You know, the circumstances are different. And if you have a special kid, you know, with sensory issues, who's easily overwhelmed, who's anxious, it's a whole different ball game, you know? And you should therefore, you know, don't force them to go out. Or if you wanna, uh, still wanna go trick or treating, but they're really, really scared, start small. You know, ask perhaps, your next door neighbors, just two houses or, or maybe, you know, the next door neighbors that they know, the people that they know, uh, and their grandparents. Can you just come by with your kid during daytime and then ask your family or your neighbors, don't dress up, please. You know, just be yourself and can we just come and collect one or two pieces of candy? Because that's a a start, and at least they still had to do, were allowed to do trick or treating, but on their own terms. When it was not so scary outside, where there were not a gazillion kids running around, and uh, not everybody had their displays on, you know, the lights and the sounds. It can really make a a, a bit difference for your kid And otherwise, you can help. Uh, you you can ask or ask your kid. You can uh, ask your kid if they want to hand out the candy with you. Makes them feel more mature and kind of in control of the situation. Now they can be your little helper and most kids love to be your little helper. So help them in that way. My last tip, you know, lucky charms and amulet or oils. If your kid is really into Harry Potter, why not cast spells around your house? You know, make them up together with your kids. Uh, And just walk around your house casting protective spells. If you think that will make them happy and feel confident, do it. The same with, you know, giving them an omelet saying, you know, this little stone I will give you or this little whatever it is, necklace uh, or this rock, you know, it's my lucky rock and it will protect you from all evil or whatever. Something that they can hold on often when they go and hold or touch something, it can bring them back to their presence and uh, stop the mind of wandering off. I actually came across uh, Kids Calming Bags the other weekend from uh, peaceandpresence.co.uk and it was really cool because they had like feeling cards where, you know, describes certain emotions. So if your kid has a hard time explaining (sighs) why they're struggling with, there are cards in it. And there was a Philly Sensory bag. There was uh, orange essential oil. And orange, you know, is a happy smell. You have it in a lot of products. I have a a line of products I use for the bath and and deodorant. that has orange in it as well. It's called Happy Buddha. And it's just an instant happiness smell. Uh, So they actually have an orange essential oil in it. And there are... uh, I'm actually reading it now because I couldn't... There there was so much stuff in it, but I thought it was so helpful. Uh, There were little jokes in it and Orbeez and two balloons an affirmation and a chunky crayon so you know it's really like a little bag full of tricks to help your kid express him or herself or herself and help them calm down and like i said i used to have that but you know i give them a little necklace or uh, uh wonder boy really felt really super cool which is harry potter ones that we bought in uh in florida when we were at uh Universal Studios of Islands of Adventure, and it kind of gave him power. And even nowadays, you know, not even within Halloween, you know, but if they have a big task going on or, you know, and you give them a little thingy saying, I believe in you, this will give you strength. It can help them. You have quite a lot of kids that, especially kids with sensory issues, or kids that are quite easily... Caught in their heads, you know. If you have a like a little uh, stone that you put in their pocket, and they can just rub it, it can help them, you know, get out of their head and <laughs> come back to earth, so to speak. You know, all the above tips, you know, won't make the stores and the displays go away. Uh, it will not be less dark outside. But explaining it, uh, what it is, uh, what Halloween is about, toning it down, make it a little bit more friendly. You know, can really help kids if he's dealing with overwhelm and, and anxiety. And setting boundaries is huge. You know, your kids should feel safe with you, should feel safe at home. You know, so if you know you have a funny uh, family member, Just cut them off. It's not going to happen, you know. You should be there to help your kids feel comfortable. And if scary is making them feel really, really anything but comfortable, take them out of the situation. Our kids often know instinctively what they need. So ask them, you know, especially when they're a little bit older, ask them what they want, what they need. Uh, and you know what needs to be done to make Halloween bearable, or maybe even fun for them. They they might surprise you. You know, we we found out himself. Actually, later on, we realized that uh, Wonder Boy already had, a, yeah, kind of the, the the thing that he would the habit. Yeah, I couldn't come up with the word. The habit of going to our bedroom if we had a party or a thing or a thing like that, and he needed, you know, just a quiet place to recharge himself and to calm himself down. So he already kind of was showing us way beforehand that he liked a quiet, he needed a quiet place when there was a party going on. And it's not until later that I realized, you know, we can actually implement that. Uh, around big parties and around uh, festivities and, uh, you know, holidays. So maybe you already see what your kid normally does when he's overwhelmed or anxious. Uh, And I don't mean, you know, the tantrum or, you know, uh, yeah, the tantrum. But maybe you already see a certain behavior that they go back to the room or they start reading a book or they get out a certain cuddly toy, you know, a stuffed animal. Uh, maybe they're already kind of showing you what they normally use to calm themselves down. And yes. if that means clinging to you, let them cling to you during a party. You know, it will get better. So just, especially when they're really younger, give them that. You know, it's also fun. If you get a hug from a 14 year old or a 17 year old, now in my days, There are so many things you can do uh, to help your special needs kids Uh, enjoy Halloween, mama. Uh, Take your time. Talk to your kids, listen, really listen and help them set and respect their boundaries. If you want some more tips uh, about how to deal with stress during the holiday, uh, the the festive season, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, check out episode 19. Uh, from the Special Needs Superman podcast, where I talk about how uh, to deal with Halloween but also the big Thanksgiving family gatherings or the Christmas expectations that always led to meltdowns at our house. Uh, I hope they will help you. I hope you have a wonderful, happy Halloween. Please, 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 please rate and review the show because it will help. Other moms find this show as well, uh, so they can find and recharge their superpowers just like you. If you're looking for a tribe with fellow super moms, you know, where you can exchange stories and you know, ask for help, uh, once a month we have a virtual uh, coffee and wine moment because we're all over the place. So, some people are ready for wine and others just started their day. You know, join the private Facebook group. Uh, special Needs Supermoms. And if you could use some help, uh, you know, to find and recharge your superpowers and take back control of your life, check out the Special Needs Supermom Planners in the Etsy store under their uh, Special Supermom. For now, this was Nadine. I hope you have a lovely, lovely, lovely Halloween. Wherever you are, we're still not having a party this year. But we're still going to make, you know, a great evening out of it. Bye. This was today's episode of the Special Needs Supermom Podcast. And George, mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show, and recommend the podcast to other Special Needs Supermoms. You know, could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow Supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.